the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn fall on your knees oh hear the angel voices oh night divine oh night when christ was born oh
Groveport United Methodist Church. I'm Terry Christensen. I'll be your worship guide for this evening. Will you please bow your heads for the invocation? Gracious God, tonight we prepare for your good news of great joy, which has come to all people. Refresh our amazement at the birth of Christ, that we may be open to the new life you create among us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Will you please join me responsively in the reading of the call to worship in your bulletin. All people are welcome here tonight. We have gathered to hear the story of Jesus' birth. All who walk in darkness, come see a great light. All who hope to see God, come see the glory of our Savior, All who are simply waiting to see what's next, Rejoice before God in the light and glory of this night. We rejoice that God's grace has appeared, bringing salvation to all. Will you all please stand for our opening hymn, O Come All Ye Faithful. The words are in your bulletin.
Amen. Please be seated. Our first scripture reading tonight comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 and 3, and verses 6 and 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness in a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I'd like to invite, at this time, the Hurdle family to come forward for the lighting of our Advent wreath, the lighting of the Christ candle. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1, 1. Messiah, King, Savior, Emmanuel, Word made flesh, Light of the world, Lord. We know Jesus by all these names and many others. We light the Christ candle in celebration of his birth and of the hope, joy, love, and peace he brings to us and to the whole world. No one has ever seen God, but in Jesus Christ, God is made known. Thank you. 
in our evening prayer. We often come to Christmas longing for a cozy story of a baby born in a manger. But this baby will change the world. He is called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace. Something strong and powerful began with that infant. He brings justice and righteousness for all the world. Enlarge our minds, increase our vision, and strengthen our commitment that we too may work for justice and righteousness. Help us walk faithfully with him and lead us on your paths of peace. Amen. Let us now join together in our next hymn, number 240, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Let's all stand.
Chagrin's moment. We're thinking about it. All right. So, who knows what tonight is? All right. What is it? Christmas Eve. Absolutely. And in just a little bit, it's going to be Christmas. And who was born on Christmas? Jesus. And so tonight, we are celebrating the birth of Jesus, right? And we're going to be talking in a little bit about how Jesus was born in a barn with some animals and Kind of like tonight, it was kind of cool, maybe a little wet out. And so his mother, Mary, took Jesus and wrapped him uh, in some uh, blankets, just like we have here, and then laid him in what we call a manger, which is uh, basically uh, where you put the feed for the animals. So to kind of Remember Jesus and to honor Jesus, let's go put Jesus with his mom and dad, okay? So let's all stand up, and I'm going to carry Jesus, and we're going to go back and put Jesus back where he belongs. We'll be back. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> all right. Now I'm going to put Jesus down. And if you all, uh, if, if you want to uh, all come and uh, maybe uh, pat G Jesus on the head and wish him a Merry Christmas or a Happy Birthday, you can do that. Anybody want to do that? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. There you go. Anybody else want to wish Jesus a Happy Birthday? All right. There you go. All right. All right, let's do this. Do you want to sing happy birthday to Jesus? Yeah. All right. All right, who wants to start us? Ryan? Why did I even have to ask? Ryan, you're going to start us? All right, ready? Happy birthday to you. You guys can help if you want. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. All right, wonderful. All right, let's let's go uh, head back up, up back up to the front here. Hey, how are you, my friend? All right. All right. So. We wish Jesus a happy birthday, and do any of you think that you might get something for Christmas? Have all of you been good? 
Ryan, you're, you're already like, it's not going to happen for me? Eh, it's okay. Sometimes honesty is, is the best policy, right? Yep, I know the feeling, my friend. Well, something, something tells me all of you have been pretty good this year, okay? Let's pray. Dear God, we, we, we wish you, uh, uh, we wish Jesus a happy birthday uh, this evening, and we ask for your blessings on each and every one of these young folks, that they may have just a wonderful, uh, blessed Christmas. Thank you for bringing us together this evening. Amen. All right, you guys can uh, head back to your seats, and Merry Christmas. Sure. Oh, thanks, buddy. All right. And now is time in which we can remember the many blessings that the Lord has given us over this past year and, and return just a, a portion of those for his use here in our community. I'd like to ask uh, the ushers to come forward as we give of our tithes and offerings. Uh, and I would also like to uh, remind anyone that uh, if they would like to make a special donation uh, to the uh, Groveport um, human, human Needs, thank you, um, uh, uh, be sure to uh, grab one of those special uh, offering envelopes that should be located there in the seat uh, back uh, pocket there in front of you and uh, right on there, Groveport Human Needs and we will make sure that those get to where it needs to go. So let us now return to the Lord a portion of his blessings to us.
Let us pray. On this Christmas night, we offer ourselves and our gratitude and remembrance for your gracious presence in our lives and in our world. Be born in us anew and shine your light through these gifts we now bring. Surround us with your glory that we, like the shepherds long ago, might sing your praises and reveal your grace in all that we say and do. Amen. This evening, our second scripture reading comes from the Gospel according to Luke. We'll be looking at the second chapter, verses 1 through 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth, peace to those whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and had gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning would have been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. 
This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord, as your scripture is read and proclaimed this evening, we ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that our hearts, our minds, and our very lives may be transformed by your word. Thank you for your gift of scripture, we pray. Amen. Well, Today is Christmas Eve. So, gentlemen, let me ask you this. How many of you have started your Christmas shopping already? I look around, and some of you are going, oh, oh, you're right. I got most of my shopping done, or actually all the shopping I'm going to get done yesterday. Uh, and I, I found that uh, it, it's amazing the wonderful gifts you can find in the checkout aisle at Kroger. <laughs> so a few of my family members, unfortunately, I think are going to be getting some Mentos for, for Christmas. <laughs> they are. Hopefully I didn't, didn't, didn't just spoil, spoil their day for tomorrow. But, you know, it is a big day for gifts, isn't it? It really is. And, uh, you know, I... I I'm not really always up on, on the newest, hippest gifts. So I did what, what most people in 2023 do. I asked um, uh, Alexa, Alexa, what are the hottest gifts this year? And according to Amazon, these are the gifts that people really, really want. Number one, an electronic notebook. Okay. A Nintendo Switch. I am thinking there's some people that really want that. A Theragun massage gun. The Beat Solo 3 headphones. This sounds like my Christmas tree right now. This one blew my mind. The high, a hi-fi turntable. I, now, this one I knew because I just, we bought our, my nephew, uh, uh, he's in the ninth grade, and he wanted a turntable and some records. And I said, are, are you serious? Apparently, it's all the thing now with the, with the, the hip kids. Man, I've really gotten old. Or how about this? Pickleball equipment. I had to look up what pickleball was because for some reason in my mind, I was seeing people hitting pickles at each other. I couldn't figure out what this was all about. Or this one. Now, this one... I, I don't know anybody who has this. And, and if you do, please let me know, because I'm not sure I want to come to your house for dinner. A countertop composter. I'm not sure I want a composter right next to my coffee maker. Those are the big gifts, according to Amazon, for 2023. 
So uh, if, if, if any of you are looking to buy me things, um, you know, it, it's not too late. Uh, you know, 20, you know, 24 hour shipping like Amazon has, you can get me my composter by maybe the day after Christmas. Christmas is often a time of, of gift giving, right? We all know this. Sometimes we get gifts that we really like, like that list. Other times we get gifts that we don't understand or we don't want. I'm reminded uh, of a few years ago when my dad, God bless him, and I don't think they're watching, so I can, can, can tell, you know, tell you about this. Um, uh, a few, few years ago, made this big, big deal that he had gotten my mom a gift that she really had been asking for. And he told her this, that he got her something, something that she had been asking for, and he made it sound like this was going to change her life. And he made her wait an entire hour of everyone else opening their gifts and gave this gift to her at the very last. She was probably thinking he got her a car, like on those commercials, you know? She opened up the box. It was a Nintendo Wii. Do you remember those? She had literally no idea what it was. She had never asked for it, never used it. My dad wanted it. And to this day, I can still remember the look of both bewilderment, anger, and a little bit of sadness on her face that this is what he had gotten her. Gifts at Christmas come in all kinds of, of different packages. Sometimes there are things we want. Sometimes there's things, uh, there, there are things that, that we maybe don't want. Or maybe there are things that we need, but we just don't know it. And when we think about that first Christmas, the gift that we received, the gift of Jesus, was a gift that we desperately needed, but maybe, just maybe, was a gift that we weren't expecting or didn't even know that we needed. Hmm? Christmas. Christmas is so much wrapped around you know, gift giving, but, but, but Christmas is more than, than just gift giving. Christmas is about people. I mean, think about this. The greatest gift you could give somebody this Christmas is yourself, isn't it? I remember years ago when I was a kid, that Folgers commercial with you know, Peter, right? He comes home from college and, and, and he makes the coffee and, and mom and dad are all excited because he came home from, from college. And you know what? That stuck in my mind. And when I went to college, I sort of figured that's how my parents would be when I came home. No. No, but it tells us a lot though, doesn't it? It tells us that, that, that the greatest thing we can give is ourselves. And God, God knew that. And the greatest gift God could give us was his self, Jesus. That first Christmas, 
Nobody was expecting God to give himself to us. And the first people who found out about this gift, Emmanuel, God with us, it wasn't rich people. It wasn't people in power. It wasn't the well-educated. It was night shift shepherds around the town of Bethlehem. The city of Bethlehem, where, where Jesus was born. Uh, Bethlehem means the house of bread. And the fields around Bethlehem uh, were where they grew tons and tons of grain. Grain that fed not just the people of Israel, but helped to feed the Roman Empire. And what would happen is after that grain had been harvested and there would be stubble left in the fields, shepherds were allowed to bring their flocks to eat that stubble out of the fields. And it would both clean out the fields and also fertilize the fields. And so these shepherds had brought their sheep around the city of Bethlehem to allow them to graze, the sheep to graze in these in these fields of, of wheat and barley. And as I said, these were night shift shepherds. These were shepherds who were watching somebody else's flock by night. Shepherds were not uh, highly respected uh, folk. They were people who were kind of looked down upon. These were kind of uh, hard scrabble folks, if you will. And it's to these people that God sent the angels to tell about the greatest gift ever given on Christmas. The angels came to the shepherds and said, don't be afraid. I was listening to a podcast this week, and uh, I, I love what someone said. They said, whenever you hear that phrase, don't be afraid, which you should interpret it as, as is, how can we get you to stop screaming, right? Because if you saw angels, would you not be kind of freaked out? Would you not be terrified? Would you not be screaming? And the angel said, don't be afraid. Quit yelling. Calm down. We have Great news to tell you. This very day in David's town, your Savior was born, Christ the Lord. And this is what will prove it to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. See, the angels expected the shepherds not to believe them. So they brought them proof. They said, look, go into Bethlehem. You're going to go and you're going to find this little stable. And there's going to be a man and a woman in there and a baby. And that baby will be wrapped nice and tight and snugly warm in blankets. And his name will be Jesus. Go. See for yourself that what we're telling you is true. Emmanuel, God with us, has been born. And the angels then left. And the shepherds, to their credit, looked around and they said, let's go see. 
Let's go see if what these angels said is true. And so they pick themselves up, and I would imagine a couple of sheep under each arm, and they headed off to Jerusalem or to Bethlehem to look. And it was these poor shepherds who were the first to come and to acknowledge what God had done. And what this tells us is this, is that God, God doesn't need people in power, people with money, people with influence. What God is looking for are people who will believe. That's who God is looking for, and that is who God can use. My friends, this Christmas, know this, that, 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 that God can use you. God can use you to help make this world a better place, to, to tell others about Jesus, right? These shepherds, after they see Jesus, they go out and they start telling all kinds of people about Jesus. They were the world's first evangelist. They weren't trained people. They weren't educated people. They were people who smelled like sheep. Have you ever smelled a wet sheep? Hmm. So, the gift that the shepherds brought to Jesus that night. See, they didn't have a list like this from Amazon of all the cool things to bring Jesus. They didn't even bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh like the wise men who will come later did. What did those shepherds bring to Jesus that first Christmas? They brought themselves. My friends, the greatest gift you can give someone this Christmas is yourself. Give of your time. Give of your attention. Give your concern. Give your love to somebody who desperately needs it this Christmas. Hug someone. Help someone. Tell someone about Jesus. That's the greatest gift you can give this Christmas. My friends, this is a night like none other. The night in which God gives himself to us. Emmanuel, God with us. Let us pray. Lord, on this Christmas Eve, we come and remember that night so long ago in which Jesus was born in a humble manger, in which you came to be among us as Christ our Lord. Lord, we thank you for the greatest gift ever given. Help us to give of ourselves this Christmas, to give of our love, our time, our attention, to care for someone. Because Christmas isn't about material objects. It's about relationships. 
relationships with one another, and most importantly, about our relationship with you. Thank you for this day, we pray. Amen. My friends, we will be finishing our service by singing Silent Night, Holy Night, and Candlelight. I'd like to remind you that those who are seated nearest the aisles will receive their light from the candle lighters who will be coming uh, to your seat in just a few moments. And the best way to pass the light is that the person with the lit light holds it like this. The one whose candle isn't lit turns it sideways, puts it in like this, and that way uh, you're not dripping wax on your beautiful clothes. Okay. And as the song concludes, we're all going to gently extinguish our candles, and then we'll depart with joy, peace, and wonder in our hearts. I invite you to stand and join me in silent night, holy night.
God's word promises us light, joy, and peace through the coming of Jesus Christ. As we celebrate Jesus' birth, may we rejoice that it is God's passion and purpose to give us the kingdom. Go in peace and have a very Merry Christmas. It's two things. I mean, it would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 